TV Confidential. And Robert's with a reminder that Roy Finnis will join us in our second hour. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I want to thank everyone who posted comments about our recent look back at the career of Jack Webb and the original Dragnet, particularly those who belong to the Jack Webb Archives page on Facebook. I appreciate the kind words, and I know that Joseph Doherty, Dan Farron, and Tony Figueroa do as well. We will shift gears as we welcome back our friend Jim Rosen. Jim, as we just mentioned on our last program, we took a look at uh, the shows produced by Jack Webb, including Dragnet and Adam-12. Adam-12 was one of your early appearances as an actor. Adam-12, of course, was uh, one of the shows that starred Martin Milner, Martin Milner, who we lost a few months ago. You got to know Martin Milner because you acted with him, you worked with him. Do you have any memories of Martin Milner that you would like to share with our listeners? I worked with Marty twice on Adam-12, he and Kent McCord. And then I saw him once after that when he was doing a show on the lot at Universal when we, we spoke. I actually wrote to him when I did um, the book, but I did not hear back from him. I think that was was because uh, when I was first doing the book on Route 66, I think he had had a stroke, and he was not really uh, communicative. But, you know, I was very happy to have him in the book and, and to pay tribute to him because he really... Marty had a very nice career. Uh, I think he was in 30, 32 films before he co-starred on Route 66 with George Maris. And he was a very likable man. He was very down-to-earth. He was very unassuming. And, and he, I think he always thought of himself as a uh, working actor. And I don't think he ever flaunted his celebrityhood. Nor do I think he was comfortable in doing that. He really was a guy that came to work and let's get this done and then you know he went home and he had a family four four children and a wife and uh i think that was important to him he was a working actor but and and again there are a lot of actors but not all actors work the same and not all actors approach things the same way and in the case of uh martin milner and george maharis you had two actors who had completely different ways of going about their work but they're both very good in what they did Oh, absolutely. I think the contrast be that between them made the show. You know, Marty was, uh, let's, as I said, let's, what do you need? What do you need me to do here? And I'll do it. George was uh, more questioning and challenging. You know, he was intense and volatile and, you know, quixotic. And Marty was steady and, and uh, supportive and uh, a rock of Gibraltar in certain ways. And the chemistry worked. And when, uh, as we've talked before, when George Maharis left the show, it really, it, it, it was not the same afterward. And, and his replacement, Glenn Corbett, although was a, a, a good, competent actor, he was too much like Marty, I think, too similar in personality and quality. And it, it, the contrast was gone, and I think it hurts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that was a great, great ingredient in the show, along with the different locations and the locale and the Corvette and the wonderful writing and the wonderful guest stars and characters, the, the, the contrast between Todd and Buzz. Yeah, what a lot of people forget about his performance in Adam-12, because because it was a Jack Webb show and Jack Webb had a certain style and he hired actors to perform things a certain way. There was not a lot of characterization in, in a Jack Webb show in the in what we would say is the usual sense of the word, but at the same time because of what martin milner brought to the character it it was authentic and i understand it inspired a lot 
of police officers to join the lot, not only to join the Los Angeles Police Department, but all over the country. But Adam 12 inspired a lot of people to join the police force. I think that's an important point. I think the chief of police in L.A. had said that he had watched the show when he was uh, younger, and that inspired him to, Marty's portrayal of Pete Malloy inspired him to uh, to join the police force and go into a career in law enforcement. Um, interestingly enough, uh, Marty uh, turned down that role, I think, when he was first offered to him. He had some maybe a conflict. He was Another job was offered to him. I think it was a play, actually, and uh, the play flopped. And then I think on the second uh, go-round, he did accept the, the role. Uh, he had, a, I think, a very good ongoing friendship with Jack Webb that went back to Dragnet went back to a movie called Halls of Montezuma, as a matter of fact. Another unique thing about that is uh, Marty portrayed that character in four different TV series. Uh, Adam 12, can you get them? Well, I'll give them to you uh, if you can. Are, are you talking about Malloy? He portrayed the character of Pete Malloy in four different okay, I'm gonna shows. Say, okay, I'm going to say Adam 12 obviously was the first one. Dragnet would have been the second one. I would say, uh-huh. I would say, I would say Emergency was the third. And good. I'm going to guess that either the DA or Chase was the fourth. Well, you got it. The DA. Oh, yeah, with, with Robert with Robert, uh, Robert Conrad, Harry Morgan. That's right. Robert Conrad, yeah. Four, four different TV series he portrayed that character, which is kind of unique when you think about it. Well, yeah. I mean, um, and, and of course, it was fortunate because Adam 12, I believe, was Jack Webb's longest running show. Uh, because it ran seven years in the in the in, in both I think both versions of Dragnet ran less ran, ran around four or five years each. We're talking to Jim Rosen. Jim's books on classic television include Route sixty six, the television series. Everything you wanted to know about the iconic series star in Martin Milner and George Maharis. We are spending a few minutes looking back at the career of Martin Milner. Kind of thinking aloud here. Um, you, you mentioned that uh, Martin Milner. And Jack Webb went back many years. One thing that I, I know this was certainly true with Jack Webb. This is true with a lot of producers in film and television. They, there are certain actors they like to cast because they know what they can do and they don't have to worry about them. And that, that's a very important part of the process, whatever form of acting you're in. It's yes, you want when you when you go out on auditions, and I think you I think you can agree with me on this, Jim. When you go out on an audition, yes, you want to land the role. You always want to land the role. But it's not just about landing the role. It's about building relationships with casting directors and producers and writers so that they can think of you for other roles and other auditions, which may lead to future work. Uh, Yes, yes. And I'll tell you, as you were talking about, Marty had a few little uh, anecdotes uh, but I, I, I'll amplify that and say that, yeah, and in fact, particularly in the old days, the really good directors, especially on feature films, would sometimes sit and talk to an actor, and they would, they would glean more information and, and get more of an impression of an actor from talking to him about himself than actually watching him actually read the part in terms of a quality that he had, which is disarming in a way, because again, sometimes when you pick up the script, you know, with all the pressure of wanting a job and, 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 and wanting to succeed, uh, you sometimes get away from that. When you were talking about Marty, I flashed on the first one I did. Um, we were at a gas station in North Hollywood, and I had never done a close-up. And we had shot the scene out in the cul-de-sac, 
and now we were back at the gas station and I was in the second scene and I said <laughs> and Marty was walking walking over to the car and I said Marty I said um, should I hesitate a beat on, on this on this shot because it was again it was a close-up I had never done one and he he kind of half smiled at me and he and he said just enough to let the scissors go through I <laughs> <laughs> And then I remember the day after the second one, I, I knocked on his trailer. He was inside. I wanted to say goodbye to him. And he, he, he opened the door and looked out. And I said, Marty, I'm, I'm going. I just wanted to, I wanted to say goodbye. It was good to see you and Ken again. And he just, he, he just had a very big, warm smile. And he says, well, hopefully I'll get you back again real soon. He was a nice man. He really was. And, and I just think that the fact that he was, you know, he was, he was a nice guy. It showed through in everything he did. And he was very very wholesome, and he was the kind of guy that, you know, many, many fathers wanted their daughter to marry, you know, and, 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 uh, and he played that role uh, very well in a lot, of, a lot of movies and TV shows. We might have touched on this before, but let me, let me just ask the formal question. If you watch Martin Milner in Route 66 and then compare that to the Martin Milner you see in Adam and 12. Forget the fact that they're very different shows, but are there differences in his performances, or is it, or is it, is it the same actor in different characters? Well, I think he had humanity in both roles. I think as Pete Malloy, he was a little bit, uh, because he was a police officer and he was in law enforcement, he was a little bit uh, tougher. He, yes, he was sensitive and compassionate, and, you know, he, but he, and he would help people that needed help, but he, he had that factor of upholding the law. In Route 66, Todd was a, um, he was a, a more of a mild-mannered guy, and he was, you know, the perfect actor opposite George, who, you know, could fly off the handle, and he, he provided a balance there. So um, I think those two things come to mind. That uh, He was a little more easygoing as Todd Styles. Not that he could, could not get angry and, and get intense in certain situations, but... Uh, on the whole, he was a little bit more mild-mannered than uh, as Pete Malloy, where he, you know, he had that factor of, of having to enforce the law when he had to and being being tough when he had to uh, when people got out of line. He didn't see that as much in uh, Route 66 because he was not a police officer. One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances, broken air conditioner, broken down heating system, broken down washer-dryer, broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800 800- Two six four three one six eight. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash 
TV Confidential, x.com forward slash TV Confidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.